There's a threat in the world today, a threat to our way of living, a threat to our society, and maybe even a threat to our very existence. And what is this threat? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. He is the one. I am. I am the ass. He is. And we are Black and White Sports. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. How am I not trying to find the best fight in the world? You tell me. Because you're retired? I mean, I want to see your face when you're asking this question, and the way you're going to ask it. Look a man in the eye before you try to kill him or make up something. He went, he went through my soul. And I'm not surprised. Live from the Royal Blue Sports Bar, it's Wednesday night. You messed it up. Oh my gosh, that was that was great timing. You got right like there. half of me. Got right there. Okay, hold on here. Hold on, folks. Megan, <laughs> Megan, grab this and turn it. This, hold the bottom and pull that this way just a little bit. There you Beautiful. go. Beautiful. Thank you, honey. Yeah. Thank you, dear. We're good now. He is the feet. one. I am. I am the ass. He is. This is Black and White Sports Live Wednesday night at Royal Blue Sports Bar 8201 East Washington Street in Indianapolis. What is happening? You got some new apparel, huh? I do. He's got, got some new apparel. He's got some new merch, as Jasmine says. He's got new merch. We got new merch. Yes, $10. $10, $10. $10 make you holler. $10 make you holla, get you a and nice black and white t-shirt. Get, yes, and you got to give it up for Monsters of Dirt. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And they're running Checkers and Wreckers Pro Late Model Series, our all-star series tonight. Mm-hmm. Right after we go off, they come on, and it's a hell of a show. We got Royce T. Anderson in the house tonight. What up, Royce? What up, homie? Um, so, uh, yeah. What's happening? What's going on, bro? There's a lot going on. Sports you know, this is, is a, yeah. This is, uh, <laughs> wow. Where do you want to start? Um, we can start by sending shout outs. Shout outs is always good. <laughs> shout outs is always good. You know, we're going to give a shout out to our brothers, uh, Tommy Boy and Howdy. Howdy. At Checkers and Records. So if you're into anything that burns the rubber and turns left, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've never gotten that right. I butcher it every time. I'm probably have to write it down. Drive fast. <laughs> Drive fast. Shift hard. Shift hard. And keep the rubber on the road. I knew there was some rubber in there, there somewhere. You there you go. I still can't get over the uh the wonderful bartender Megan hitting the mic or hitting the uh hitting the uh <laughs> yeah, I just did. Out. We She's love modeling you. It's tonight. All good. She's modeling tonight. Yes, she uh, is modeling the uh, BW Sports One T-shirt. We thank you, appreciate it, and uh, yeah. Are we? What's going on? We're good. Yeah. All right, we're good. Okay, we just not what moving. Up? No, we're good. Okay. We're good. All right. We're good. Oh, okay. Hello. There we go. All right. Ooh. So, um, and also we'd like to throw our shouts out to our fabulous provider. Of our network, boom, Mr. John Wayne Buzzard, um, over at First Financial Bank off of 96th Street. Yes, um, on just going into Carmel. 
It's they, not Carmel. Well, no, it's Indianapolis. He's on the Indianapolis side, but you have to yeah. go into Carmel to get to it. This is no. This, this is, new, is not it's the true. new roundabout. Yes, the new roundabout. I don't believe you. Yes, I believe I was just there. I don't believe. I, I was just there picking you. up new shirts. Still don't believe you. Okay, but anyway, um, he is the soul one soul power. <laughs> yeah, he is the um, soul loan officer for small business for First Financial. So if you are like us, are starting small business, doing your own thing, trying to get your own name out there, um, he's a perfect guy to go talk to yep. uh, about small business loans and yep. anything of those nature. So yep. uh, go holler at John Wayne Buzzard over at First Financial Bank. That was too quick for me of. to hit the button. So. Yeah, it was. Uh, it know. was. So, All right. Um, so to the talk of the night. Well, it was a whole bunch. I don't know. Yeah. Where do you want to start? Bunch. Well, um, let's start off. Just a tip. Here's a question that I have. <laughs> Not just a tip. No, no music yet. Okay. Um, so I know last week the um, the sports um, headlines were pretty much dominated with the baseball. Yep. And out of all this has been going on, the wife and I we were um, sitting down, chit chatting about this, and well, no, we were riding to work, um, chit chatting about it, and I said, hmm. That sounds kind of funny that only management and executives are being suspended or banned or um, whatever you want to call it. But if I'm not mistaken, didn't the players have to execute this elaborate exactly. scheme? Exactly. So why hasn't there been any players? There has. So I can't remember the guy's name, but he went to the A's, and he he brought it out about the Astros. Right. Okay. So why are there any players being suspended, being banned, being investigated? Because I mean, it can't just be the manager. No. I mean, the hitter has to understand the noise that he's been hearing right. to know what to do. Right. So I that, agree that that questions me. And then we also were chit-chatting. Would you want to pick somebody up? Would you want to pick somebody up from the Astros that you knew had something to do with, that actually executed the, whatever they were doing at that time? Pick them up as in what? Free agent or trade or traded for them or just sign I mean, them at or whatever. This, at this point, that's like saying, would you um, I'm just take asking, the trade for you know? Barry Bonds? I'm just asking. I mean, I, I, me as a GM, probably no. not. No. But no. I want to know why these players are not like El Tuve. You know what I mean? Why are you not? Because, I mean, your numbers were ridiculous. Yes. Hitting against these pitchers. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm just – it's just a question. But – I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't – I, I agree with you. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that I, I'm sitting there condoning what they did. You know, they should be giving responsibility to them as well. Right. But – We'll see if it happens. I'm just – it seems like the players are really getting off on this. But – and then she poses – she posed another question for me, and it kind of deals with New England in the same way. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly how it went down. <laughs> but um, we were talking as <laughs> – so much going on here. <laughs> the wheels are spinning, folks. But we were talking as in, so why is it 
that is any different from the New England scandal? Because she said, you said, as in me, that all teams in the NFL do some type of recording to other teams. New England was just right. the ones that got caught. Now, so she says, so what's the difference in that being in this situation in baseball and players stealing signs? Well, players stealing signs has always been a part of baseball. But it's being the players. Like, you're on second base and you see something that right. the pitcher's doing for a particular sign, and you go relay that to your other players. That's different. That's different than you having a person in the, the stands with a camera and a drum or whatever banging. Dude, so I feel like deja vu right now. Why? Because it's either we said this exact same thing last week or I dreamt it. Well, we probably I'm did. I'm in the Matrix. I mean, we were talking about it, so <laughs> obviously. So I want to know. I mean, what's the? she wanted to know what was the difference. There is none. I mean, is there? As in, you know, between <coughs> the norm – of players stealing signs and player stealing signs is always going to happen. Right. Technology using it to do, to do it from, you know, center field or, and then smack a bat or whatever, you know, come on, get over it. It, it, it shouldn't happen. That, that's just, that's just, I don't know the way of the world now, dude, <laughs> it is. It's the way of the fucking world. So dropped it. Wow. Dollar that bill. Was, that was like dollar, dollar bill. Y'all. That was like immediate. Yep. You know, 10 minutes in, and nope. he's already F-bombed. I did. <laughs> I had so, to once. I, I had to once. <laughs> I had to once. You know, to get and, it out. But since we're on the baseball thing. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know how many of you baseball fans are out there chirping in today or There's tonight. There's all baseball fans here. Anybody <laughs> baseball fans? Baseball? No, no baseball fans? Yes, no, a little bit. All right. So, we had the Hall of Fame voting. The last few days yes. of releasing of, you know, the participants or the players that we go or the people who are going in the Hall of Fame for baseball. Yep. And the captain, Derek Jeter, was up. Yep. All right. And, you know, pretty much he I gets say, in. pretty much yeah, from his in. fifth year, everybody knew that Derek Jeter was a Hall of Famer. Correct. It was just like, all right, when does he get in? So it was like, when is he going to retire? Correct. And then when he's going to get in. So, I, one, I'd like to know. I don't know exactly how the voting works because you have so many people on the ballot and you have to get a percentage or whatever. So, I'm assuming that one person who is a voter has the opportunity to vote for more than one person. Not quite sure how that all works. But it came up to... Derek Jeter getting, I think it was 367 votes out of the 368. Who's the dumbass who did not vote for Jeter? I mean, really? (laughs) I mean, honestly, honestly, how could you? And on top of that, (laughs) I mean, I'm biased on this one, of course. My favorite player of all time, Mr. King Griffey Jr., gets in. Who's the three dumbasses that said no? Yeah, I want to know. I want to know what you could have possibly thought of in your head to say 
Hmm. I don't think I'm going to vote Derek Jeter into the Hall of Fame. Take a gun to your head, shoot yourself. Who was who was else on the ballot that you said, you know what, I'm going to vote for him. Instead, instead of Derek of Jeter. The captain. Then he got like five rings. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's a lot. But he's, he's the captain. He's a Yankee. You know, I can, yeah. it's just, like, listen, I got a buddy, DJ. I don't know if he's watching or not he's tonight. He's got a buddy. Uh, sorry. Go on the tape. We got a buddy, DJ. We got a buddy. He is. I don't know if he's watching. I haven't seen his name pop up, but he comes in every now and then. Yeah. Red Sox. He's a Red Sox fan. I mean, like, diehard. He would talk crap about any Yankee that is Yankee-fied. This guy, I want to know, would you not vote for Derek Jeter? I'm going to say he's going to vote. yes. Even being a Red Sox fan. Why would you? I mean, let alone. And then we go back to the kid. We go back to Ken Griffey. Ken Griffey has probably got the most beautiful swing ever that I've ever seen in the game of baseball. Ken Griffey Jr. is the best player to ever play the game just purely. If that makes sense to you and any of you listening, Ken Griffey Jr. played the game the most purely. I don't know. The guy we talk about right now has an argument with that. The captain was nice, man. Ken Griffey Jr. (laughs) is the best, is the the, most pure baseball player ever. And and the captain was, was above. He did not allow any egos on his team. Zero. And they come back with brass. You know what I mean? They got they got a lot of lot of pennants to to go behind his claim as you know what I mean that dude was nice, but look, I am a Griffey fan. Who you gonna I pick up? You gonna I pick Griffey or Jeter? I'll probably If you had if you had to pick one or the other as your last pick, who would you pick? I'll probably pick Jeter. See I'd pick Griffey. I pick Jeter, and I'm gonna tell you why because it's durability. I and that and that's what shuns uh, Junior on his legacy. Yeah, because he he got injured. Because I'm telling you, if, injured. If the Cincinnati team that he was a part of had the Griffey of early and oh man, we would have got in, another in penalty. Seattle. Y'all would probably won two or three, at least one. At I'll least one. one. I mean, at least one. I mean, yes. that was – I mean, he was that good. Yes, when that Larkin team <laughs> – when it was Larkin, Griffey, Matt Dunn. No, I don't know if Larkin was still there or not. He may have retired already, but that was a good team. Yeah. Late 90s? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think that's the only thing that knocks Ken a little bit, a little bit. Is, is, is his injury bug. But I, like I, said, I think I'm if he – Like I said, I'm biased on it. Yeah, I think if he stays healthy majority – because I'm not saying – the captain didn't get hurt, but his his hurts didn't linger season after season. Right. You know what I mean? But with Ken, I think if he stays, you know, 75% injury-free for most of his career, a lot of hitting records would have belonged to him. I will I will, I will say that. Okay. I agree. I mean, there was, there was no – there was nothing pure 
at the plate than Ken Griffey because it was like. Would you say that again? Pure at the plate <laughs> than Mr. Griffey. Larkin was there. So says John. Thank you. Thank you. That's a pretty nice shirt, John. Where are you at, John? You know what I mean? I kind of look good in black, too, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm just picking at you, bro. <laughs> I'm just picking at you. Yeah, uh, by the way, John Etheridge, you need to send me your address and uh, shirt size, please. So. Oh, yes. And by the way, we do have merch. We have black and these nice black we and have merch. Uh, white sports. We do. T-shirts. Right there. $10, make you holler. $10, make you holler. Hit us up on the uh, the website or inboxes, and we'll see what we can do for you. Yep. And i tell you what, you know, we're going to do a little giveaway. How about we get everybody to subscribe, go to the website, subscribe to the newsletter with your email, and we will put everybody in a giveaway for a T-shirt. What about the persons who've already subscribed? Everybody. Everybody. Okay. Everybody. Everybody. Shake your body. Everybody. He said, what size? Oh, I'm a fatty. <laughs> 3X, 4X would be good. You know what I mean? I kind of like room. I got to let He's my man. He's a little tall. I got to let my man boobs hang. He's a little <laughs> tall. Um, So they probably don't want to hear about that. So um, no, what done. else have we got? You know, any more baseball? So we just uh, swipe. I know. Uh, the talk should be coming up pretty, pretty good right now because they go. They just finished the owners meeting, right? So they Get ready got for spring training here in about four and a half weeks. Yeah, sounds about right, about a month. Yeah, because it's normally snow in some <laughs> right? places. Right, that's why they're all snow. over the place. They're in yeah. Arizona and and Texas and stuff like that. All right, Cincinnati so cool. goes to Arizona. Awesome. It, that's it awesome. is. Yeah, dry heat. <laughs> right. And so is an oven. <laughs> All right. So what's up, what's next up on the docket, sir? Uh, well, I tell you what, you know, you were talking about that good old merch. Um, I want to tell you about where you can get this merch as far as your own merch made. Uh, if you go to Above Printing Concepts, you know, with their inexpensive printing and embroidery, Above Printing Concepts, well, make sure your next T-shirt, hat, coffee mug, and all kinds of other products will look professional. Contact Above Printing Concepts, 5405 Madison Avenue, 317-258-3182. That is 317-258-3182. Above Printing Concepts, the official printer of BW Sports One. Official. Bam! We need hats. It's coming. We need hats. Coming. We need like a People cool buy we, some shirts. We, we can a, make some hats. Then we, you guys can get some hats, and then we'll make something else. But we need hats to debut first. That's besides the point. Right. Yeah. We need a little colorful little logo, too. We'll get them. You know what I mean? Like old bubble letters or something. <laughs> <laughs> he can do it. Cash is the man. Cash, cash, cash. All right. So, um... Uh, you want to talk football? You want to talk a little basketball? Well, let's talk a little football because there's less talk about football than there is basketball right now. You are correct. All right. So. Or do you want to talk about Connor? I mean, we could talk about Connor. You want to give him now? We're going to get Connor now. You want to talk about football? What do y'all want to talk about? Let's talk about football. Who's the first person? First person to listen. First person to say something. Football or Connor? Dun, 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 there we go. Dun, dun, Football dun, or Connor. Dun, dun, Football dun, dun, or Connor. 
We're gonna say roll the dice. Oh, what's up, Mara? Uh oh, she missed what we just said. She'd be saying something smart ass. All right, so we are down to 15 seconds to see what we talk about: Connor or football. Connor or football. <laughs> and roll the dice basketball, John Etheridge. You got to stay tuned because we're coming basketball because we got a lot to talk about in that. So we got to get something in there before. For a man so intelligent. Football, boom. Michael Reisner. Reisner. For a man yeah. so intelligent. How could he not follow instructions? Who? Oh, John. Right. <laughs> Just pick it God up. God love you. All right, so football it is. All right, we're going to talk about football. So we're down to the final four. We are down to the final four last weekend. And Justin, <laughs> yeah. No, we're down to the title two. Right. Wow. Yeah. We're down to the final two. And here's a little tidbit for you. Just a tip. Did you know that the one wore a jersey for both teams in the Super Bowl? Wow. Who will the one pick? I'm going to say 49ers will win the Super Bowl. I have no idea. I think I 49ers know. will I do know. it. I think it's going to be a lot less offense than people think. I'm going to you, – you bet your ass. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> you bet your ass I'm going to pick San Fran to win the Super Bowl, and I'm going to pick the under 56, I think it is. The under 56? Yep. Okay. I think I'm going to pick the under 56. You know what? San Fran to win. I think I'm going to do something like the Puppy Bowl. The Puppy Bowl. I'm going to put both of the jerseys up. I'm going to put my uh, Krishna Koye jersey in this area. And I'm going to put my Ronnie Lott jersey And you're going to see which one Dutch's piss is on first? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm going to see which one, which jersey she goes to. And that's who I'm picking for the Super Bowl. Okay. And we might just have to do a live video. You're going to have to do a live have video. To do a live Nobody's going to believe you if you don't do a live right. video. You're going to have to do a live so video. So I'm going to need some help with the wife and the boy on that so we can uh, get this nice and set up for uh, uh, the picks for the Super Bowl. This would be great. That's cool. What are you doing? I do just you thought any, about it. You got any game uh, Saturday night before the Super Bowl? Find that out. I do not have a game. Uh-oh. You know, you mean for uh, McNasty? Magtastic, yes. Um, I do not have um, – we do not have a game uh, Saturday night before the Super Bowl. All of our games now are during the week. She only's got three games left. Gotcha. Uh, I think we have – we have Pike. We got Ed Pike on Friday. Then we got home to Cathedral on Tuesday. Then the last game of the year before Beat sectional is – um, Ben Davis at Ben Davis. That'll be a good game. Yeah, they all should be pretty good games. Yeah. Uh, I know the loss to Fishers for varsity last night was a tough one, uh, but a buddy of mine, their daughter, his his daughters, twin daughters play there. It's a really good team. I think there's another uh, young lady on that team, Katie, that I've uh, been involved with with the basketball scene when I coached the, coach, uh, the Scott Diggs team. So it was nice to see those young ladies play well. Uh, the Carmel Vars, it was, it was just a little step slow. Last night, I think they had won, I think it was 10 in a row, 9, 10 in a row. 
So they were, you know, just a little step back. But I think they're going to be one of the the hotter teams that are going into um, the state tournament coming up here in the next two, three weeks. Okay. So it should be pretty good. And cool. And Mac Nasty in her last three games. Is three nasty. Du- three double-doubles. She's awesome, man. Yeah, she's if you guys it. are up in the north side or wherever they're playing away, I would go check them out. Killing it. It's a nice nice program. They got a nice – Nice lineup for what they have. I think they only have one senior, and that's uh, Eddie Gill's daughter, Kiara. Okay. And she's the only senior. So we got um, a couple juniors and a load of sophomore and freshmen coming in. So they got a lot of talent. Gotcha. So, but anyway, we were supposed to be talking about football. Talk about football. <laughs> anyway. I gave my prediction. You gave yeah. your prediction. Um, but, I mean, but this game is going to be really exciting. It is. Because I was talking Defensively. to – Defensively. Yeah. Uh, offensively, too. Nope. I was talking to a friend of mine. Watch. And um, it looks like this game is going to be good for reasons like you got two offenses that can score ridiculously. And you have two defenses that can stop offenses from scoring. Right. So, at this point, it's almost like which one of those defenses – is going to be just a little bit better than the other. I like San Francisco's defense in that particular matchup. Yeah. Because San Francisco's defense, they've played more of the um, – they played more of a different style of teams that have prepared them to play different. You know, like they, can, they beat the run and pound with uh, Green Bay, and they beat the outscoring teams. So you're with, saying the NFC is the better conference? Well, the NFC is clearly the better conference. I mean, I, can, I completely agree with that. But um, Coming from an AFC fan. Oh, yeah, so completely better conference. I mean, that's like the NBA. The West is killing the East. Well, yeah. <laughs> so um, I like San Francisco's defense in that particular matchup, but the X factor I see in that matchup is Patrick Mahomes. This guy's out. He's good. Freaking standing. He's good. I mean, a whole he's lot of good. talk. Yeah, he's real good. A whole lot of talk has been about Lamar Jackson this season because Lamar Jackson's been doing things that quarterbacks don't do. Um, you know, the way he runs and the right. precision that he has and the accuracy that he has on throwing the football. But we forget Patrick Mahomes was doing that last year. And right. we forget Patrick Mahomes was doing that this year. All year. You know what I mean? And he's played against some tough defenses. So, I mean, I don't know. I think the X factor right now is um, there's two X factors in my book that leads me to pick Kansas City, but obviously I'm going to let the dog pick. <laughs> you have to do that live. Right, yeah, I will. Okay. I will. But um, Patrick Mahomes and all of his talents, that no one thought of he had coming out of Texas Tech. Right. And Andy Reid. Andy Reid, I think, is an X factor in this particular set because of his um, excellence on offense and his play calling. And he has two weeks to prepare. And I just think that the Shanahan boy is just a tad bit young. I mean, uh, I just said the damn guy's name, Andy Reid. Man, he plays. <laughs> hey, he plays with the big boys. He does. You know what I mean? You play with the big and Shanahan. You he still played. He played. Your daddy with the played with the big boys, but he played with the Eagles hey, for fourteen. Or he didn't you know play. I mean? he coached at some Eagles point, for fourteen years. At some point, coaching experience will play a factor in this game. But I don't know. I, but I also like the brash, young, unaware, unafraid 
attitude that some of these young coaches have. Shanahan, your boy in uh, um, Los Angeles, golf's coach. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I like some so, of the – McVay. You know, yeah, McVay. Some of these younger guys, these younger coaches, you know, they excite the game. Right. But when it comes to winning championships, man, you can't – these old dudes just seem to be the ones that just keep winning. You know, <laughs> let me tell you something. So since I know about Andy Reid – And you do. Much too, a, a little bit too much, but I, I don't hate the guy. He was a hell of a coach. He gave us, you know, three straight or four straight uh, NC or NFC championships. Just never got us the ring. Okay, I get it. And Spygate. And I don't know. There's just something about Andy Reid that I don't know if he's going to pull it out. Here's my here's my two keys. Okay, you got San Francisco's defense. That hopefully for them can put Mahomes in check. They're gonna have to make him do stuff that he's not necessarily used to doing because it's the NFC game. It's that NFC defense. Mm -hmm. The second key factor and the biggest factor of all will be Kansas City's defense that hasn't been there all year, that has been sloppy, that has been has shown much potential but has not really given what they really have. Yes, sir. Okay, yes, sir. So I think <laughs> if if Kansas City wants to win the game, Kansas City's going to have to do it on defense. Period. You think they're capable of doing that? I think they they have the potential, yes. But I think... San Francisco's defense will do more to Mahomes to stop him from scoring like he's normally uh, felt over the past much or many weeks. And I think San Francisco prevails. I'm going to say San Francisco wins 26 to 24. Wow. That's a nice one. 26-24, um, low-scoring game for these two offenses. Um, so, obviously, I can't make a pick. You got to let the dog pick. You got to let the dog pick it. So, so what? you could pick the score. You pick the score right now. You don't have to pick the team. 30, Just pick the score. 32-26. 32-26. So, you're going with the over with everybody else. Sure. Okay. I'm going to stick with the under. You just asked me to give you a score. You just say anything about thinking about the over or the under. Over-under is the score. That's what it is. It's not who wins. It's 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 the score. I get that. But you asked me what's the score. You just say, hey, are you going to do the what's over-under? What's your over-under? If you uh, pick the score. Apparently now it's yeah, over. Yeah, I was going to say, if you apparently pick a score. Apparently now it's over. If you pick a score, you're telling me, that, okay, that you're picking the over. I picked the under earlier, so I knew I was like, "All right, let me th let me think of the score: twenty six, twenty four. That's going to get him fifty points." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so you want to talk about the Pro Bowl? I want to talk about where we're at again. Okay, where are we at again? We're on the east side. We're on the east side. Royal Blue Sports we're Bar. We're at on the east side. Royal Blue Sports we're Bar. We're at on the east side. Eighty two zero one East Washington Street. What's the name of the place? Just again? off of 465 in East Washington, exit 46. 46. That's right. 
46. That's right. Awesome. You can come down here. They're attached to the wing stop. So you and can you can meet wings. the new GM. You can meet the new GM. Our yes. fabulous bartender. She's here. Yes, she is. She's slinging drinks. She's slinging talk- drinks in she's the BW Sports 1 t-shirt. She's talking to the homies. She's talking to the homies. Slinging drinks in the BW1 t-shirt. Get yours now, $10. Or subscribe to the website, and you will be put in a drawing for a t-shirt. There See, you that go. was a good reason why I wasn't watching. All right. Now, we're done with football. Let's get a little Connor in. Did you see the fight? The infamous, the notorious. Did you see, did you see the, the whole 40 fight? seconds? Well, yeah, on Twitter. <laughs> that is. I watched it on Twitter. <laughs> because the wife was, we were playing with the uh, fire stick, trying to pull it up. Your and wife it was playing with your fire stick, huh? Yes. <laughs> but we couldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't pull up the fight. So it kept doing yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah, that's what happens then, when you hit 40-something. And then next thing you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shoot. And then next Ba-dooms. thing you know, it was over. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Yep. I said, hey, man, <laughs> that fight's over. <laughs> yep. Except I'm glad we didn't pay for that. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know. I'm sorry, Michael. Um, Hanowski, did I say that right? Hanowski? Yeah. Yes. Sorry, bro. Does he pay for it? He's hot. He was. He, he was, was hot. He was on fire. He was hot. He was on fire. All right. So, Conor McGregor goes in, clinches with um, Cerrone, shoves his, shoves his shoulder right into his nose on the second one. Is that legal? Yeah. Uh, I was just asking. Oh, it's totally legal. Uh, he shoved, He hit him with one. And then he hit him with a second one that split his nose open. Then the third one hit his eye and busted his eye. And then he grazed him with a fourth one and kind of got rid of him. Uh, came back and got rid of him. And then Cerrone throws this weak-ass head kick. And I'm like, what was that? A weak-ass head kick. Next, next thing I know, Connor throws his own. And cuts him right across the fucking chin. Which was not a weak-ass head kick. Was not. Was not. Oh, what we got over there? So, wow. Looks like it. So, um, I'm good right now. Yeah. I don't want to get the hiccups right now. So Hiccups and right now would not be good. Then it'll be peeing. (laughs) Yeah. So. Really trying not to. I saw something that said Connor threw 20 punches, 20 strikes. And connected. It landed on 19. Yep. <laughs> Beat his ass is what he did. Listen, listen, listen. I saw the interview in the ring with Joe Rogan at the uh, after the fight. Cowboy face looked like he went five rounds, bro. <laughs> he For 40 like, seconds. In 40 seconds, his face looked like he went. He didn't land a punch. He didn't land anything. Nothing. 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 So, Michael Anowski, our friend, our betting guy, he says Cowboy Cerrone is a company man and has always been a company man. And I think this was his largest purse he's ever received. 
So did Cowboy lay down for the uh, greater good of the reputation of the UFC and Conor McGregor? What did you say? Hold on. Now, see, you can't ask me a question right in the middle of I'm typing something. (laughs) What did you just say? I said. I'm listening. I said. Well, how far back do I need to go? Just about like 20 seconds. Okay. So I need to rewind the tape and go right back to our friend Michael Anowski. What was the question that you asked at the end? The question I asked at the end. So if, to Michael's claim, Cerrone has always been a company man. Yes, I heard that so part. Did what came Cerrone, after that? So did Cerrone, um, with him getting this largest purse of his career, did he lay down for the greater good of the company? Or did Conor just come up there and to beat that ass? I, can, I hate when people say that fighters can do that. And I don't know. It's a possibility, but I would really hope not. I just hope he just got his ass whooped, and that's it, and that's that. I mean, they were all lovey-dovey after the fight, man. Well, they were lovey-dovey. They were doing that lovey-dovey shit uh, at the weigh-ins and at the press conference, so I don't know. I think Cerrone honestly maybe overlooked him. Even though it is Connor. I think that he actually overlooked Connor. At that weight class and everything, and that's I what mean, cause I agree with you, because I know I did. I was looking at the fact, because I know I probably told you guys, I was looking at the fact that all the trouble he's had in the last two and a half years, the loss and all the stuff that he was going through, I didn't think he was really focused on that fight. I didn't really get the intensity that we normally get from Connor. I know right. it, it, it Everybody grows up. Everybody has a change. But I didn't get that confidence feel that you normally get from Connor. But the difference is when Connor walked through that ring and that nice-ass purple suit, <laughs> Connor had that confidence. Yeah. Then I was kind of, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Might not look good, you know, right. but I didn't think it would be 40 seconds. <laughs> I thought, honestly, well, hell, you see me put out, and I put, I picked it last week. I thought Cowboy was going to catch him in the second round. I thought they were going to go toe-to-toe in the first round. I thought that second round they come in and they start, you know, figuring out where they want to be and all that, and then just kind of Connor, Connor would get caught by one of Cerrone's punches. Well, mm-hmm. no, that didn't even have a chance to happen. Nah, it was pretty bad. Nothing. So – um, I want to mention that our buddy here, The Ass, wrote a fabulous article about that situation. Thank you. Uh, that very next morning, Sunday morning. And yep. He put it out Sunday morning. I read it. It was very good. Say that again. I, was, I read it. <laughs> yes, I read. They did, They told me a little more than just shooting jump shots. <laughs> I read. I read it. I was Say uh, wheezy, baby. What's happening? I was very pleased. It was uh, very good. If you guys haven't, if you haven't read it yet, go ahead and um, jump on the website. We do have the link up on the page. Go ahead and uh, click on it and check out my man's writing. It was a pretty good story, and he brought up some interesting questions, which takes us into our next form of MCA. 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 He's thinking <laughs> MCL because he's over forty Ooh. and trying to get that hey, buffet. 
All right. Well, that's not buffet. This is a, just a tip. Just a tip. MCL is the shit, bro. <laughs> it is. It is. But it's not as good as Shapiro's. No, but MCL <laughs> is the shit. You know what I'm saying? Where else can you go get a good granny conversation, a nice fried chicken and some mashed potatoes? That's true. We can go to Grace. Ooh. Mm. Man, we need, we need to go there. <laughs> hey, wife, guess where we're going this weekend? <laughs> but anyway, that's a whole nother story. Who but, do you have as uh, the next fight for Connor? Is that's it, what we were getting to. <laughs> okay. Is it Khabib? Is it um, Nate Diaz? Or is it Jorge Masvidal? Myself, personally... I, and I agree with Hanowski on this. I, do, I totally agree with Hanowski on this. I think that – no, I don't. Hold on here. I'm trying <laughs> to – no, I don't. No, While I don't. he's thinking, nope. the wife Go was ahead. correct. What? Connor still had the best suit ever. Man, I had a the dull suit, moment for a second. The suit with all the fuck yous on it? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> There's great. a dollar. Yeah, Make a modeler, folks. Um, I was quoting. So no, I, do, I don't. I don't agree with Hanowski because he says he wanted to see Khabib and Connor fight and Masvidal and Usman fight. I don't think Connor deserves a Khabib fight yet. No, I think that he got work Jorge, his way back up. I think Jorge Masvidal has been. Long overdue for a title fight against Usman or against anybody, but anybody, now yeah. Usman has it. I think Masvidal should be the next one to fight him. Yes, I do not agree with Connor versus Khabib right now. I think honestly, the fight you should make is the trilogy. Get it out of the way now, because when you'd want to do it later, it's going to be too late. They're going to be. You know, both busted up, not in their prime. You're going to mm-hmm. see like a Tito and Chuck four, and that was some bullshit. Um, I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, I I kind of agree with you on that. I I don't feel that uh, Connor should have a shot at uh, Khabib at the moment. No, Khabib beat you. You got to. I mean, just like in the rules of boxing, you know what I mean. You lose your title fight, or you lose your title. Work your you, way back. You got to work your way back up. There's other guys that's hungry, too, that's all this, waiting for their spot. You got to fight yeah, your way back up. All of this um, instant rematch, you know, just because I've held the title means that I get an instant rematch with you and your next fight's against me because I want my title back. No, you shouldn't have fucking lost it in the first place. That's two, and I agree. I completely agree with you. Boxing normally stuck to that. At yeah. some point in time in the late 90s, the uh, early 2000s, boxing did started doing that stuff. That you lost a title fight, oh, you get an automatic. They was writing because it in. Because that's the king. Yeah. Because they started king. writing it in their in their contracts with these fights. Mm-hmm. Like, well, if I lose, I get if an I immediate lose, title immediate. fight. No. No. If you lose, you no. go down. You go back to the, yeah. to the, to the bottom. And if you don't want to fight, we're going to strip your title from you. So you're not going to have it anyway. So you're going to play by our rules and get that's something that has some it's kind of like the whole uh free agency holdout type stuff on certain aspects of like the NFL players. It's exactly the same thing. You're 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 making the shots. The owners aren't 
the you know the the people in that's making the business aspects of it and i'm not taking anything away from the athletes i think the athletes should get paid for what they deserve and, and what they do and all this that and the other but when is too much too much just like in just like in mma or or you know fighting when is too much too much to get an instant rematch against the person that you just lost the belt to you should you lost you lost I, I agree i agree 100% with you i mean you lose i mean just like just like when you're at the park you know what i'm saying right you're, you're, your, you your lose, team you're lost off. you off yeah you're off the court you're off the court you don't like we lost we we won five games in a row. We lost this game, so we sitting. get to we get to get back on the court because no, we play y'all right back because we run it back because because right, no. we won five in a row. No, no you lost. Sit you your ass lost. down. Take next shot. team up. Yep. And same, I agree. Yeah. So I mean, right. there's a that was just the tip. That was just the tip of the new full combat fighting show from Black and White Sports. We should do that. I am. Good, because I like. To, I mean, we're branching off, man. Because I like to do a boxing. I got some guys, See? man, that are really odd in the box. Combat. Let's get them in. Yeah, that's some box, man. We get Lewis in there talking about boxing. Yep. You know what? I it, Lewis is my Hold guy. On. I love Lewis. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do an impression of Lewis. I can. T- I can see him talking about boxing. He's gonna be like this. Man, look, he. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Love you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> as, as much as I would say that with him, I'd rather have the That's wife. coming up, Mike. That's coming up. I'd rather have the wife, Kadisha, yes, it did. Look, talking about boxing. Oh, yeah. I believe that. Michael Reisner says the Kansas-Kansas State fight lasted longer than the Connor fight. It yes, did. it did. And we're getting into yeah, that. Yeah, buddy. But, you know what I mean? So that would be fun to sit down and talk about some fights because there's some big fights coming up, man. Yep. That uh, that Tyson Fury, that Deontay Wilder, that should that's be good. Gonna be, that's almost that's in about four weeks. Isn't that's it? almost worth me be like, you know what? I gotta go watch. My one buy that one. <laughs> that's gonna be boxing's yeah. like a hundred and twenty dollars. But with that, like I that. know. We might have to figure Ridiculous. out my bootleg. Uh, fire <laughs> stick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you might have to figure out. My oh, I don't have to do fire. that. I just do this. <laughs> but yeah, I gotta watch that man since I'm not gonna be in Vegas to watch it. But right. I gotta watch one that. of these days. We're gonna be in Vegas, and we're gonna I mean, be because the fight. man, that takes me back to you know my. I'm gonna my, feel like Max Kellerman. <laughs> hey, I'm sitting ringside now for uh, you know King Griffey the Fourth and <laughs> Bubba Walters. I don't know, man. A fight like that, a big heavyweight fight like that, that oh, takes me good. back to. Back to my, my youth, my yes. kid days, man, with my parents, my big mom, man. and my stepdad would order these fights, man, and we'd just sit there be 10, 20, 30 right. people in the crib. Mama done hooked up some good old snack right. food, and this fight's just, right. we man. we just watching them. Oh, and I they miss those thumping days. each other. I miss, man. The fighting was thumping each other. And then you get to the Tyson <laughs> fight, and <laughs> over. And you mad you didn't pay 50 <laughs> See, this is how old we are. This is how old I am. I remember when, the, paper, when the pay-per-view boxing was 50 bucks. I do remember that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just paid $49.95 That's cable was on Comcast cable. for this Tyson fight, and it was over in, you know, 48 seconds. Right. 
Man. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. 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 So I'd like to I like to see boxing get back to that that glory. I mean, right now there's oh, enough bo- there's enough boxing on uh, ESPN and Fox, man, that you can get back into it. I mean, the the middleweight class with Crawford, you know, that's a, a hard hitting class. Those guys are really good. Right. Um, who's the fight that's coming up? Pacquiao and is it Pernell Whitaker? No, no, it's not him. It's another guy. It's another guy. It's got. I forgot who it is, a light-skinned guy with braids. Like, real big name, but there's still an uh, older fighter. Uh, oh, my God, if anybody knew that. Mm, yeah, I don't what? remember. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name. Uh, and I was just seeing it the other day, and I was mad because I wanted to talk about it. One, yep. there goes the police down Washington Street. <laughs> <laughs> Fitting. It happens. <laughs> Good old Indianapolis. Oh, you know, I'll, I'll probably have to look that up. But, yeah, that's going to be a, a decent fight. I mean, there's some couple guys that's out there that's nice right now. So, yeah, there is. I, I, hey, I like to see it. So, Well, I mean, especially with the fact that MMA is being kind of slacking a little bit when they got over to Reebok and ESPN. Don't get me started on that shit again because that's ridiculous. They screwed the, the fighters, man. They they were making what they wanted. They were like independent contractors. They should have left them at that. You shouldn't have been, you know, coming in with a full sponsor like that and and demanding your fighters who are, you know, put making the money for you pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, not pretty much. They are. No. Um, you can't do that, man. You got to let them make their money. That's like. Um, you didn't pay that. You're not paying everybody enough to make up for that. Right. That's like boxing. All of a sudden, just what's a what's a uh, what's the who makes the shorts for boxing? Popular brand. Boxing mm-hmm. shorts. I mean, they're all I forgot. I mean, it just goes a title because there's always on their their shorts. I mean, it was a, a title. No, nah, it wasn't. Well, that's could be an example. That's just like saying all of boxing went to title. Right. Like, you can't do anything unless you have, title, to, wear you have to wear this. Right. Yeah, you're going to lose so much money. They haven't, supposedly. Supposedly. And, you know, we're seeing these fights. Uh, you know, McGregor's getting paid buku money. Cerrone supposedly got paid buku money, you know. But you see the difference in the purse, though? So he got, like, what, 250 grand? Connor got, like, a couple mil? Yep. He made two. What? What was it? Two million a second. He won eighty million. He got eighty million dollars for that fight. And and that's the supposed. Who who knows really? But see, and you know, and I look at this, and I know you think this was a bullshit ass fight because it was a bullshit ass fight. What the Mayweather? Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a bullshit fight. But I'm looking at it like this, you know, Mayweather netted almost two hundred million dollars from that fight. Conor McGregor got what like. How much did Conor get off that fight? What? No, Conor got Gregor got like two hundred million off that fight, right? They both got like a lot of fucking money. I mean, I think Floyd got since he was a, I mean, it was production company, whatever. So he got, I think he got like four to five hundred million off that fight. Conor got about two hundred million off that fight. Am I not correct with those numbers? He got a lot of money. I don't know what he got. He got a lot of fucking money. So you lose and you get two hundred million. Then you come over to MMA. You win a bullshit fight and get 80, 
and this guy loses and gets two hundred thousand, and you say that all the fighters get paid? Right. The fuck out of here. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. But Reebok's paying us, man. I mean, and then you look at it. You see, Dana White's got a new fucking suit every week. I mean, listen, who the hell wears Reebok anymore? I'm just saying. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look at everybody's shoe in this bar. There's ten people in the bar. I don't see, I don't see any, one I pair don't see of Reebok, Reebok on. I don't see Reebok. You know what I'm saying? I've been to seventeen high school girls' games. How many or at have least Reebok? seventeen for Carmel? I have yet to see one team in Reebok. It's either been Under Armour, Nike, or Adidas. Yep. I went to a couple of high school football games. Did you ever see Reebok? No Reebok. Well, I'm watching NFL. I see all Jordan cleats, Nike cleats, Adidas cleats. Right. New Balance cleats. Under I Armour. Watch, I watch the NBA. Michigan's losing, by the way. Uh, not paying attention. <laughs> I had to take the <laughs> yeah. shot. Not paying attention. Uh, I watch the NBA game. I haven't seen anybody with a rebound contract since Iverson. Well. So where's all this money coming from? I don't see nobody walking around with some Conor McGregor. Uh, you know where uh, the money coming Con- from? Conor McGregor Reebok shirts, but I saw people walk around with tap out shirts. Bud Light. Tap out. Oh, don't get me started. Uh, that's on just the name out. that I remember. Oh, please. You know uh, what I'm saying? Uh, that was. I mean, I saw Beast. Pe- I was getting there. <laughs> I saw people running around with Inner Beast yeah. shirts. I don't see nobody running around with no MMA Reebok shirts. I agree. I agree. But just the, besides the ones there. you got to wear to the to the cage. Just so. putting it out there. All right. I don't see no chicks working around in uh, Reebok uh, sports bras. So I got. I we haven't had a we haven't had a show since this happened. So I gotta say it for all my Green Bay Packer fans out there. The Mexican word of the day is cheesehead. I asked my wife if the Packers made it to the Super Bowl, and she said no. <laughs> Sorry, had to throw it out there. Yeah, had to throw it out there. God love you, Howdy. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I'll be there for you. Hey, John. What's going on, buddy? Where you at? Where you at, buddy? Mm. So, I guess that leaves us with basketball. Ba-da-da-da. Brought to you by our super agent, Mary A. House, 317-410. Shit. 5465. No, I better not say that. <laughs> Hold on here, folks. God, I did it again. Damn it. Oh. oh. So while he's uh, pulling up. 6456. That was close. close. 317-410-6456. Call Mary A. House. Buying, selling a home. She is BW1. I start to sound like you guys now. BW Sports 1's official real estate agent. Everybody needs an official real estate agent. So if you're looking to upgrade, side, lateral move, anything with housing, go holler at our, our super chick, Mary New. There you go. <laughs> Mary what? New. New. House. Wow. <laughs> that was more terrible than my cheese my cheese head. Not really. Yeah. No. It was, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's right. move on to basketball. 
So, apparently, today is a holiday. And what would that holiday be? The <laughs> the first game played by Zion Williamson. I really want to swipe left on this. You know, I did see somebody say on the comment, what I've been saying for a long time is Greg Oden 2.0. Yeah. There it went. <laughs> I, I'm hoping that the Pelicans approach this situation not like Portland approached it with Greg Oden, but like how Philly approached it with uh, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Um, I think if they take the Philly route, they might be able to figure something out to get him slimmed down a little bit where he can still be explosive and still be effective. I don't know. He's going to have to make changes to his game. Uh, I don't want him to take the Portland route and just throw him back out there when he's not ready. He's not ready. I mean, I don't I don't know. I, I, just, I mean, I get, I get it. He's a freak of nature. He, but listen, you know what I mean? He's had two serious injuries, one in college that held him out for quite a few games. Uh, and then I probably would have never worn Nike again since my foot went out the side of him in the game. But that tells you the power that he has to bust through shoes like that. So did Greg Oden. He didn't have that power to bust through well, shoes. Well, maybe not that, but. He didn't even jump to bust power, through no damn shoes. He had that power, though. <laughs> I mean, he had power. I mean, what seven foot, you know, 275 person does If you're too, if you're too big for your body, it's not your fault. It's just you're well, too big I mean, for maybe your body had, Maybe he had the, the under Benjamin Button grown ass face man disease. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Can't talk about alumni like that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but anyway, um, I mean, I, I, I think there's something there that you have to nurture. I mean, you got the talent. You have a talented team. They're all young. You have time to sitting to getting right. My point is, if you have to teach a person how to rewalk and run to protect their knees, there's something to be looked in about that. Right. Just no, I tip. agree with that. Yeah. Just a tip. Just a tip, folks. <laughs> there's your first just the tip. Just a tip. Just a saying. You know what I mean? I think they're downplaying that. I yeah. think the media is downplaying or the sports talk are downplaying that. You're, they're teaching him to rewalk so, his, so it takes away the pressure off his knees. There you go. I think it's done. There you go. I mean, I think you're going to get his contract. And you I think sure that's about shit it. didn't swipe left on this. Yeah, swipe left. I said I wanted to swipe oh, left. Oh, okay. See, I went like it. I was I like, all right. I wanted to swipe left. All right, next up but on John the John Wayne Buzzer wanted to talk about Dan Well, Zion. I guess John Wayne should have showed up here. So I was watching the watch party. It wasn't showing polls. I'm an idiot. I know this. Why are you an idiot, John? Because <laughs> he's not here at Royal Blue Sports Bar. Oh, John's dealing with some stuff that's just out ridiculous. Well, Something crazy. I'll tell you about it later. Uh, okay. It's nutball. It's still ridiculous yeah. that you're not here, yeah. sir. Because you can have a drink, you and your fiance. 
Fiance. She, you can have a uh, fiance. You can have a uh, a cerveza. Your fiance can have a spritzer. <laughs> she can have a white claw. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's watching. She's gonna cuss me. Wow. But that's it for Zion. Okay. Um, let's jump into love. Since we in NBA, nope. I'm gonna come back to that because I do want to spend a little time on them fighting. Aha. Let's um. Well, Butler was looking pretty good for a while. Man. Uh, after a 15-1 start, they were, I think, at as high as fifth yeah, in the country. Yeah, they were the fifth. And they so they've Seton lost Hall. three straight. They lost to Seton Hall, which Seton Hall's a good team. Mm-hmm. They lost to DePaul, which was very shocking. Which is uh, my buddies, Shabaka and Imhotep Land. Yep. Their nephew plays gotcha. for DePaul. Okay. He transferred from uh, Illinois. Okay. And uh, went over to DePaul. He, so right. he was a part of that. So Cool. Yeah, that was pretty All good. Right. It was nice to see that. Some Indiana everywhere, bro. Well, <laughs> then they just, oh, Villanova. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They had a, a lead Villanova in that team. one, yeah, too. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And Villanova just kept getting, they got back, and then it was just like step by step. They kept getting a little farther away to put Butler out. Right. So, I mean, it was a really good game. Um, I still think Butler is, at the moment, is still at least a three seed. But they play in the Big East. The Big East is tough. Yeah, they are. I mean, it's a, it's a traditional tough team. You know, um, you got your Seton Halls, your Georgetowns, your Villanovas. So, there's a um, – who else is in there? Xavier, I think, is the Big Xavier's East now. Xavier's in there. So, it's a really tough league. It is. So, but they have an opportunity to stay up, you know what I mean? Because it's a good team. Lavelle's got a good team. He does. So, and I like that it's uh, Rick Smith's boy is over there for his uh, graduation year. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's nice. He's, I rolling, think it, he's rolling over there. I think they're going to be a tough out. I mean, I, I, feel, so. I feel that they should probably be one of the the three teams that could contend for that Big East um, – Regular season title, yeah. the tournament title, and play for a two or a three seed. I mean, I can see them being a – I can see them losing enough to drop to a four seed just because of being in the, in the conference they're in. Right. But I can also see them coming out and being a two seed um, because of the conference they're in and actually going farther in – the after the the conference tournament mm-hmm. and then all that, I think they could make a good run. Right, I think they could. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't see anything past them. I mean, a good some good hard nosed kids. They play the right way. Nice young coach. Probably going to be there for a while. Right. Um, I mean, Butler seems like they like the program, so I think they'll be pretty good. They got a new dog. They had a new yeah, dog so born. Yeah, you were telling me so, that. Yeah, I uh, that. I call it New Blue. New Blue. <laughs> But uh, sticking Fitting. with that, sticking with that college, John again. He's been on a roll today. What's he doing? Um, he was asking about the Big Ten. You know, with the Big Ten being a really, a really, um, I think the Big Ten is the best conference in college basketball They're right deep. now. They're uh, deep. The Big East fighting a little bit for that, but the Big Ten right now, you have ten good teams. Out of, uh, was it, 13 teams now in the Big 14. Ten? 14. 14. So, you got some really good teams. You got Nebraska, who sucks. 
Yeah, so you, you got have, uh, Nebraska, Northwestern, Northwestern, and Indiana, I think, were the three that have not been ranked this year. Correct. Well, now, see, I could have sworn that I IU thought was IU ranked got in right the preseason or something. No, they weren't ranked in the preseason. They, they were ranked at, the, like, 24th I or I think they got, but, see, but I want to know if we were. it that time? Yeah. I want to know if that was. <laughs> now she's really wanting to kick it. I know the women have been ranked all year, so I don't want to know if you saw the women and thought it was yes. the men. No, 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 no. But I did see that. No, because I thought. I thought they might have got like the 24. I could have sworn they were at 24 at one time. I don't Josh, know. was IU ranked this year? At one time they were like 24th, right? No, basketball. Okay, no, there right. You go. So, yeah. So, John, you are correct. There, there's that answer. <laughs> yes, we should have went to him first. Right. So, but the Big Ten is looking pretty good. There's a – I think there are I think there are about six teams as of right now that are secure tournament teams, but there's a couple teams that are playing their way the wrong way. Yeah. And Michigan Purdue. is one of them. Michigan is one of them. You know, you weren't I really say none. I'll you, let you. you really weren't expected at the beginning of the year to be I think they were picked uh preseason picked like 5th or 6th in the Big 10. Okay. So it wasn't expected for them to be like all that good I'm not but good. I you on your knee. Oh, I'm you're really good. not. Okay. <laughs> they weren't expected to be like great but decent. So the um, early success with Jawan Howard coming there, you know, with, with the jump from being unranked to fourth, right? You know, that was pretty significant. I think that was too much, too quick for them. Too much, too quick, you know. And so from that stand, from that point, they've lost more than they've won. Plus the uh, injury, the the groin injury to Isaiah Livers, uh, that didn't that help hurt, at all. That hurt a lot. Yeah, it didn't help at all. You know, I mean, a couple other guys are stepping up, but. This is the team that I kind of expected. Right. A team to win some games, compete some games, but be kind of middle of the pack, maybe get a, a 10, 11 seed and make the tournament. Um, but that's starting to show now because they're steady going backwards. Now they're not ranked. You know what I mean? Four weeks ago, you were fourth in the country. Mm-hmm. Now you're not ranked. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think Jawan's doing a good job, but – Right now, I still think they're in okay. because of the high-level wins that they had early in the year. The North Carolina win is starting to look pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you ain't seen me in my Carolina blue yet, so I'm yeah, just trying North to stay quiet because pretty th- bad. this is not their year. And Maryland, I agree with you. Maryland was supposed to be a title contender. Not seeing it. No. Even though they're scouts, they, at every game looking at their big guy. Their big guy is nice. He's going to the league. He's a top ten pick. He is. <laughs> he He's is a top ten I'll pick. Get, yeah, I'll definitely give you that. So um, Ohio State is going the wrong way. You know, that's another yep. team that's early success in the year, and now we hit conference plays are starting to go the other way. Mm-hmm. Conference is a killer for a lot of programs. You know, what I mean, you look real good non-conference because you're playing. You know. Um, athletes, uh, athletic of Northwest University's co- uh, coalition, mm. something like that, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they can't even put enough uh, letters together to inebriate <laughs> the name, right? So then when you hit conference, abbreviate, play, not inebriate. <laughs> wow. 
So when you hit conference play, you play in these teams twice a season, and they're familiar with your program and your plays and your how you do things because you've been doing the same thing for, you know, three, four, five, six seasons. Right. So it gets a little tougher in conference. You know what I mean? So yes, that I don't know. Works. I still think that the Big Ten should probably get about five to six teams. But the Big Ten might be NIT loaded too. You know what I mean? I could see them sending three or four teams to NIT. I can see the NIT being loaded, period. Yeah. I mean, that's a done deal. The NIT is going to have all your, all your powerhouses of the of the the last year um, in the NIT if yeah. they accept it. Yeah. If not, I mean, you're going to see a very, very low, quote-unquote, low-quality but very good basketball, I think. You know yeah, what I'm saying by that? Sometimes the, the low quality, so to speak, I, I get what you're saying. Better basketball. I get what you're saying about low quality, for lack of a better word. Low quality as in overall individual talent. But you're going to get a good right. played game. Right. Yep, I agree. So let's get to the rumble in the jungle at Kansas last night. Well. <laughs> Terrible, but oh, my question for that is, bro, what was he gonna do with the damn chair? Man, I, he looked like he was mankind. What was you gonna do with the damn chair? I'm gonna tell you right now, and I don't know how you feel. We haven't asked any. We haven't asked each other our opinions on this and uh, on the other and everything. But I want to know how you feel about this situation, and then I'll go. Um, as in but what? before that, let's give a shout out to Royal Blue Sports Bar, 8201 East Washington Street in Indianapolis. The lovely bartender slash GM, Megan, is here slinging the drinks, putting the food on the bar, and I'm taking a shot. She's climbing the ladder. Climbs the <laughs> ladder, folks. All right. What is the ones perspective? John, I don't think the Big Ten gets nine teams. No. Don't think the Big Ten gets nine teams. But um, seven. Seven. One, I thought it was Bush League. One, I thought it was unnecessary. One, I thought um, it's a black eye for college basketball. Does already have. You know, darkened eyes for one on the basketball uh, side of things. Uh, one of the things I did not really like about it was the fact that the area that you decide that you want to get hostile in is the area set aside for dis, uh, disabled um, disabled um, persons who wanted to watch the game. That's where they sit. That was their area. Okay. I didn't know that part. So you go in there all flailing uh, legs and fists and arms and elbows with all these people who have trouble taking care of physical things and they can't defend themselves. So here they are at a moment of, you know, whatever. So I have a problem with that. Two, again, what are you doing with the damn chair? (laughs) I mean, do you think that kid should still be in school? Um, he will be for the simple fact that he never swung the chair. The chair was grabbed by a coach. He's like, chair. But if you look at it, he held the chair a minute before he got grabbed. It was like, I want to hit somebody with this chair. 
it's probably not going to be a good idea. And then it gets great. Hey, thanks, Coach, for taking that chair for me. <laughs> <laughs> but there's going to be a, a lot to come out of that. Some suspensions. You have people leave the bench. You have one gentleman who wasn't even dressed that right. was sitting on the, the, bench. the bench. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot to come out of that. I think it was a bad thing. But coming from on the court side of it, um, all right, so people get mad at teams that are up. You know, you got the game one. You know, you got 30 seconds left in the game, and you're still throwing, you know, 50-yard bombs, or you're still trying to um, shoot threes or, you know, throw lobs or whatever instead of just dribbling the ball out. You know, people get angry about those type of things. You know, we had Damon Leonard do that last season. Yep. Get upset with somebody, you know, you're the game is over. Why are you shooting that? I don't care if you was at the half court line, why are you shooting it? You well know then I mean? you got like Lance so, Stevenson who steals the ball and goes down and dunks. Same situation you know, here. It was the same, same exact situation here. The game Kansas State is getting their got their ass wet. Yep. Kansas is dribbling the ball out, trying to run their four corners, sitting over here, there's eight seconds left. Just trying to dribble the ball out. Here you go, trying to get you a, ooh, a highlight moment or a whatever moment, right. and you go steal the ball. So I have no problem with the dude coming down and swatting your shit no, to the next done the freaking same week. Thing on that. But where, like the wife said, where all his credibility went away That's is when he, when he stood went and over. stood over him. Yep. You can go pump your chest at the, the goalposts or, you know, frill to the crowd or whatever. Right. But when you go Scotty Pippen, Patrick Ewing, this cat, what do you think is going to happen? So whatever stance that you had is gone with me on that standpoint. Okay. What about – okay. <laughs> so the ass is just going to give you a tip. Just a tip. Just a tip. From the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Did not sound good, but we're going to roll with it. Okay. Rolling, rolling, rolling. You can't, you can't hit a shot, Michigan. Oh. <laughs> All right. Here's and one. Here, here's what I'm going to say. For anybody that's listening, uh-huh. this is the problem with why these kids – and in, uh, in athletics in college think that they can just do whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want, with no ramifications, because people have allowed it. You don't allow that shit? What was you just saying earlier? If you don't allow that shit, it won't happen. Period. Nobody should have been allowed to. I mean, if you get, if you get up off this bench and you go on this court, you're done. You lose your scholarship. You lose everything that you have at this university. You have to teach these young kids the responsibility of their actions. We've all done it. That's how we all was taught. Stay with that. Yeah, I think – Putting them out, losing their scholarship is a bit severe. You left, you left the, the the bench, and you went and got in a fight 
in the stands where you're saying was the disabled uh, Right, area. I agree. I agree there should be a punishment, a penalty. Done. There should be games done, but losing your scholarship, no, because you don't lose your contract in, so if, in okay, the league. Let's just say, let's just say if, if you're a senior, okay, you're a senior, you don't have any more um, eligibility to play after this year. Do you think that it's fair for them to be suspended for five games, or do you think that their season should be done? I mean, it, I look at it, I go game by game. You know okay. what I mean? What's the penalty for? <coughs> excuse me. What's the penalty for leaving the bench? It's normally two to three games. What's the penalty for throwing the punch? It's normally two to three games. So if you got this this gentleman who leaves the bench. There's your automatic two to three games. If he throws a punch, there's your automatic two to three okay, games. Okay, so there's six games. Is so there no ramifications games. for going into the stands? I mean, that well, ramifications going to, well, going into the stands. Provoking it is one thing. You get, in my opinion, you should get extra for provoking it. But by going standing in, over him and doing what you did. All of that's going to be a factor in it. You know what I mean? The base is going to be your two to three games. From that, they make their, you know, well, you had this and this and this. Well, you get an extra game, an extra game, or extra game. You know what I mean? They can suspend them for the rest of the season. That's fine with me. Taking away the scholarship, that's a bit much. Because, one, they are kids. And this is the time of year where you're allowed – quote, unquote, you're allowed to make those last bonehead childish mistakes. Okay, so maybe the scholarship t- taken away is a l- maybe a little too much. But you believe and agree with me that sh- they should not be on the basketball court again for the remainder of the year? Some of them, yes. Not, yeah, I'm not saying every, every yeah. one of them. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. there is a select few yeah. that should not see the court again this season. I have no problem with that. Regardless if they're a senior, regardless if mm-hmm. they were top-end draft picks or whatever. Right. They should not see any more of this season. Right. Okay. Just depends. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's obviously a specific player, how you break that down, as in how you would do it, you know, with the NBA or – whatever, NFL, when they do it as well, I think you do the same thing. You break it down to each um, specific player on how what their role was in this situation. Okay, so you were a peacemaker, but you came off the bench. That's against the rules. So you're a peacemaker, so instead of getting three games, we give you two. I mean, they, I you know what I mean? That. Type of thing. You know, the dude who, when it, the, that was already not dressed – you know, him, you might be done for the season. Because, I mean, you're all up in it, and you were not even playing in the first place. Right. So, yeah, we can probably go ahead and let you, let you, you know, hang out. You know what I mean? You need to concentrate on your classes. probably why you wasn't dressed anyway. Hey, you guys are down 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But anyway, all right. So, NBA. Jump back to the NBA. Yep. Nope. Stay in college. Okay. I want to know what the details are with Walter McCarty. I do want to know that, too. I wish you knew. Because all they said was violation of the Title IX is what I got. 
And explain to everybody so listening what the Title Nine uh, is. The Title Nine is women have the right to work, you know, without sexual or any right. type of discrimination or anything like that. So if they're stating the Title Nine deal, so I'm looking at that it wasn't anything with a student. I can see that. Yeah. So I'm thinking he was being improper to uh, maybe uh, another staff or, uh, you know, someone not a student that's involved with the university. I'm just going to put it flat out like this. I didn't read anything about it. I heard about it. I, well, I saw, I think, well, yeah, I saw what you posted on the page. Mm, and that's I didn't it. See, and that's all I that's saw. That's it. I haven't so heard I don't anything know else any, about it. I don't know what the real deal is with it. I have no clue. I am not going to say it. All I'm going to say is it's very easy to get caught up in something like that nowadays. And you shouldn't even put yourself in a position. But I That's don't the key. know. The, yeah, I know. <laughs> don't put yourself in a position. But I don't know what the deal is behind it. So I'm not really I don't really have any opinion on it. Right. So. That's all I have to say about it. You know, what I mean, I don't know. And I keep saying that I don't know details. Um, I kind of followed it on Twitter. I've kind of searched for it a little bit on a couple other sites. But I haven't got anything other than um, the Title IX and sexual misconduct um, and that they hired um, a, a coach like hours later. So, right, right. I don't know. So that's that. All right. Um, NBA. You have on the proper hat for right now. And I'm saying that because people here in Indiana aren't giving their own team the respect that they deserve. Nothing. So the Indiana Pacers right now sit in the sixth spot yep. in the East. But they're only two and, and a half games 20, out of the second. Tw- my point. Yeah. 28, they're uh, 28 and 16. Mm-hmm. You're 10 and a half games out of first. Obviously, no one's catching Milwaukee. No. But you're two and a half games out of second second place in the East. With five teams. And your star has not touched the floor yet. Quote, unquote, star. So why are we still not giving the Pacers the due that they deserve? Because everybody hates so much on Miles Turner. Okay, Moss Turner is, what was he? I think he's sixth in block shots. Uh, his defense not, efficiency. I'm not agreeing with these people He's in the top five of say, defense efficiency for B. Yeah, I'm not agreeing with these people oh, that yeah. say get rid of him and trade him and do all this other shit. Keep Miles Turner. Miles Turner is a good player. Just wait. Chill it's, out. Yeah. Calm down. And back your bus up, for, pump your brakes. For our buddy do Howdy, in the great words of Danica Patrick's boyfriend. Relax. Relax. <laughs> Relax. Notice I said Danica Patrick's boyfriend, not Aaron. <laughs> but anyway, relax. The same situation with Jacoby Brissett. Relax, people. Yeah, don't go jump. If you're a Colts fan, don't go jumping into Relax. a quarterback. But the guy's a good yeah. anchor. He's he's averaging about. Why are we going uh, to football again? He's averaging about. <laughs> two, yeah, he's averaging about two and a half blocks a game. 
You're confusing me. You know, I got people who argue with me about his blocks. Well, he's, you know, he blocks about three blocks a game, two and a half, three blocks a game. But the blocks don't create fast breaks. Right. But the blocks stop the points. points. Exactly. If I block the shot, it is not my job to get the ball to. Right. I stopped it. I Help stopped out. It. I stopped it. What are you doing? Right. I'm doing my defensive job. I agree. You know what I mean? I agree wholeheartedly. Hey, listen. You got three guys on that team that are all-stars. Well, you got two guys on the team that are all-stars. You got Brogdon and you got Sabonis. Sabonis is going to be all-star. Sabonis is, uh, I think he's 11th in rebounding. He's up there. So, I think he's, no, he's in the top 10 of rebounding. Because he's about 12 and a half. He's about 13 rebounds so a game. So, is your boy Howard wearing a T-shirt under his, his, his uh, blazer? No, it's uh, the, the shoe cancer coach thing. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just saw that. I'm like, what are you trying to do there? Nah, because anyway, okay. the other coach has got tennis shoes on, too. It's one of those gotcha. cancer nights. Okay. So, um, I mean, you got Brogdon, who's, in, who's 10th in the league in assists. Sabonis, who I think is 6th. In the league in rebounding. Miles Turner, who's sixth in the lead in block shots. So there's your defense. There's your passing. And then your bench is solid. So you got the Holiday Brothers coming off. Aaron's having mm-hmm. – uh, he's getting the, tra- uh, getting the introduction to the league that he needs. He's got good point guards in front of him. Yep. That are teaching him how to play the game. They've been hurt. Rotations have been hurt. So he's gotten in. He's gotten the touches. He's gotten the shots. He knows how to find his shots. He knows how to find shots for others. Justin Holiday. Excellent on defense. Right. Hitting the open three. You know what I mean? These guys are getting it right in. Right on, guys. How Appreciate you, you coming out. Right on, fellas. So, how can. He said sorry about missing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, I'm Jesus. waiting. I'm, Look at you. Uh, Look at you. Uh, Where's see, Waldo? I'm just I'm just going for baseball season. I'm waiting for baseball season. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to wrestling and baseball season. <laughs> yes, please. So, um, yeah, Pacers, yes. So, I don't know why they keep overlooking them. The wife's uh-huh. like, no one ever talks about the Pacers. Well, nobody, yeah, nobody, nobody e- cares to, and it's like, why? ES, uh, EBA TV, they've been talking about the Pacers a lot. <laughs> they've been talked about. So, we, you know, I know we have, you know, we got Victor coming back. And the only thing I worry about, right now with Victor coming back is the chemistry. Not the chemistry of the team, but the chemistry on the floor. Yeah. You know what I mean? These guys have played well together and they've built a eight-man rotation. You know what I mean? You got T.J. McConnell who's playing, I think, the best basketball I've ever seen him play. He's on it. You know what I mean? He's playing ball. T.J. Warren has had a resurgence of his career. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jeremy Lamb, you know, for the most part, is doing okay. Every once in a while, we'll get a, a Charlotte Hornet, <laughs> Jeremy right. Lamb. But he's been playing well. McDermott is stroking the ball outstanding. I mean, these guys is good. You bring Victor back. If the chemistry on the floor flows like it should, man, these guys, I mean, they can finish almost in the second place in the uh, that's East. That's what I was thinking with the, with if everything goes the way it should, and I know we're cutting out of time here, but I, if everything goes the way it should, I think I I agree wholeheartedly with you. They can make the jump from sixth to second 
and get home court advantage through two series. Bro, they going to five a. They going to five game winning streak. They're in second place. Boom. Here's the one. I am. I am the ass. You are. This is Black and White Sports Live every Wednesday night. Thank you for Royal Blue Sports Bar for hosting us past two weeks. And we will look into. Damn, that was turned the whole time. Don't know what that was. And we will uh, <laughs> hope to see you guys back here next week. Check us out. <coughs> excuse me. BWSports1.com. Subscribe to the newsletter and you will be all the subscribers to the newsletter will be put in a drawing for a t-shirt swag baby swag you know and gotta throw it out the monsters of dirt let me let, raise it up they're running right now they're going live for the checkers and wreckers pro late model all-star race so check them out iracing monsters of dirt.com bwsports1.com and we will see you next week and as always damon what do we do we keep it sporty indy pew, pew. deuces hit the button he's got a pee